and senior, but I didn't change. My in-laws were a poised and self-confident family. They were everything I should have been, but simply was not. I tried my best to be like them, but I couldn't. Every attempt they made to draw me out of myself only drove me further into my shell. I became nervous and irritable. I avoided all friends. I got so bad I even dreaded the sound of the doorbell ringing. I was a failure. I knew it, and I was afraid my husband would find it out. So whenever we were in public, I tried to be gay and overacted my part. I knew I overacted, and I would be miserable for days afterwards. At last I became so unhappy that I could see no point in prolonging my existence. I began to think of suicide. What happened to change this unhappy woman's life? Just a chance remark. A chance remark, Mrs. Allred continued, transformed my whole life. My mother-in-law was talking one day of how she brought her children up, and she said, No matter what happened, I always insisted on their being themselves. On their being themselves. That remark is what did it. In a flash, I realized I had brought all this misery on myself by trying to fit myself into a pattern to which I did not conform. I changed overnight. I started being myself. I tried to make a study of my own personality, tried to find out what I was. I studied my strong points. I learned all I could about colors and styles and dressed in a way that I felt was becoming to me. I reached out to make friends. I joined an organization, a small one at first, and was petrified with fright when they put me on a program. But each time I spoke, I gained a little courage. It took a long while, but today I have more happiness than I ever dreamed possible. In rearing my own children, I have always taught them the lesson I had to learn from such bitter experience. No matter what happens, always be yourself. This problem of being unwilling to be yourself is as old as history, says Dr. James Gordon Gilkey, and as universal as human life. This problem of being unwilling to be yourself is the hidden spring behind many neuroses and psychoses and complexes. Angelo Patri has written 13 books and thousands of syndicated newspaper articles on the subject of child training, and he says, Nobody is so miserable as he who longs to be somebody and something other than the person he is in body and mind. This craving to be something you are not is especially rampant in Hollywood. Sam Wood, one of Hollywood's best-known directors, said the greatest headache he has with aspiring young actors is exactly this problem, to make them be themselves. They all want to be second-rate Lana Turners or third-rate Clark Gables. The public has already had that flavor, Sam Wood keeps telling them. Now it wants something else. Before he started directing such pictures as Goodbye Mr. Chips and For Whom the Bell Tolls, Sam Wood spent years in the real estate business, developing sales personalities. He declares that the same principles apply in the business world as in the world of moving pictures. You won't get anywhere playing the ape. You can't be a parrot. Experience has taught me, says Sam Wood, that it is safest to drop, as quickly as possible, people who pretend to be what they aren't. I asked Paul Boynton, then employment director for a major oil company, what is the biggest mistake people make in applying for jobs? 
He ought to know. He has interviewed more than 60,000 job seekers, and he's written a book entitled Six Ways to Get a Job. He replied, The biggest mistake people make in applying for jobs is in not being themselves. Instead of taking their hair down and being completely frank, they often try to give you the answers they think you want. But it doesn't work, because nobody wants a phony. Nobody ever wants a counterfeit coin. A certain daughter of a streetcar conductor had to learn that lesson the hard way. She longed to be a singer. But her face was her misfortune. She had a large mouth and protruding buck teeth. When she first sang in public, in a New Jersey nightclub, she tried to pull down her upper lip to cover her teeth. She tried to act glamorous. The results? She made herself ridiculous. She was headed for failure. However, there was a man in this nightclub who heard the girl sing and thought she had talent. See here, he said bluntly. I've been watching...